Gotta get my brain. I gotta know. get my head in the game. I swear this is the earliest we've ever recorded. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. And it's not even that bad. I didn't even wake up until you text. Well, I had my alarm set, but uh-huh. I was like, well, that's why I told you to text me. Yeah. Like, well, just in case like she leaves before my alarm goes off, then right. I have my volume up. Your text tone is the theme song to EK. Right. So, <laughs> I know that'll wake me up. Yeah. You would I think I've, I never <laughs> have gotten up in my life early. See, it's, I can't even talk it's, because it's, I've had like one sip, sip of, coffee. of coffee. It's different when it's only decided the night before, though. I know. Like, that's true. You know, like, I think, I mean, when it's we were in worse. school, work, all that, it's just a given. Like, yeah. you know when you have to be up. But this is like, you know, for all we knew, we weren't going to record till like noon. Right. And now we're recording at eight in the morning. Yeah. And you had to drive the hour up here to. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, feel bad for me. <laughs> yeah, guys, we have to double record today because in two weeks, I'll be gone for a week. Yeah. But we don't have time to double record the week before I leave. So which we're is double next week. Which is next week, yeah. which is technically while you're listening this week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So for 22. Uh huh. Yeah. So we have to record 22 and 23 today. Yeah. So that you guys still get your episodes on Mm -hmm. wednesday that's how much we love you this is how dedicated we are to this podcast Mm -hmm. and you guys you all better appreciate it and just in case john listens because hello oh my god yes yesterday for us but it'll have been it'll have been a week ago by the time you guys are listening to this our sweet sweet friend slash listener suzanne who is i want to say oh oh ash 2019 that sounds right on twitter Mm -hmm. she and her friend uh were visiting turkey Mm -hmm. i don't know maybe they'll be home by by the time you guys are listening to this but she met john (laughs) which already i can't even imagine that i know i like cannot even imagine being in his presence (laughs) and being able to not only formulate even two words but she formulated enough words to tell him about yeah. and show him our podcast yes. page. She girl had a full on conversation with him. I first of all super proud because yes. I seriously think I would probably just my bottom lip would probably just quiver. I don't. I know. And I don't know if any I don't words know what would I would out. do. I don't. Yes. So so just even for that mm-hmm. and for having the guts to go up to him yes I, we well, I think we she, applaud so you, she gave Suzanne. me a little insight it was her friend i think that initially went up to him went up to him okay um because it was her friend's birthday right yes so <laughs> hey but whatever the gutsy friend heck yeah you know we all need that friend we, to help us not regret not doing something like that yeah ashley and i have a regrettable situation from a couple oh my weeks gosh ago. there's this kristen <laughs> Don't bring it back up. The wound is still fresh. But maybe Ugh. now that it happened with Paul Holes, maybe. Oh my gosh. Maybe. Because we had the opportunity to meet Paul Holes and we freaking missed it. Now, if you don't know who he is, you aren't into true crime and that's okay. But if you're, into, okay. if you're into true crime, you likely know who He's a real life American hero. He... Yeah. He's a he's a hero, and we were like <laughs> ten feet away from him, and we thought like, okay, we were at a book signing, so we're like, we'll get our book signed, Gosh. and then we'll go and say hi to him. This still hurts so much. But he left before he, he just like, like slipped snuck out, out the back. this side door, and I saw it happening, and I, I saw him. I, there were these girls meeting him, 
And I was like, oh, we should go over and meet him. And I was like, no, I'll wait. We can wait maybe till after the signing. And then it was too late and he was gone. Yeah. And and now we were now really the opportunity is gone. I, I keep t- <laughs> keep making myself feel better by saying like, okay, well, he records a true crime podcast out here. So I know. we'll Hopefully, we'll meet him. We'll meet him we in have some to way. Meet him. We will meet him because he normally lives in Colorado the rest of the time. Right. So, but but he does like crime con and yes. other stuff like that, and he's super. I, I just. <laughs> yep. I really want to meet him someday. Yep. I just want to shake his hand. Uh-huh. Be like, you're a real American hero, Paul. <laughs> so we could barely function around him. I can't imagine what would happen. Oh, I know if we met John. And so Suzanne, she was so sweet. I just told her, thank you so much. We're just flattered that you even thought to tell him mm-hmm. about us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if it would occur to me, a co-host of this podcast, to be like, hey, by the way, I have, <laughs> I have a, podcast a podcast about you. Like, <laughs> Honestly. I don't even know if my brain would function enough to say that. So I just thanked her again. And, and she said that he was very curious about the podcast, asked what it was, and that she told him that it's two wonderful ladies in California who watch the show and take notes, then discuss it on the podcast. She's like, I showed him your page on Twitter and everything. So I told her, oh my gosh, you're so kind. She's if I so ever, stinking sweet. If I ever found out he listened, I'd probably pass out. And um, yeah, so she just was like, yeah, I just wanted him to know how loved he is in the States, all this stuff. And yeah. then she, this I loved, she goes, was so... She says, I hope he hears – oh, she wants to – she hopes that he hears the episode about Jessica with, oh, with her story yeah. about walking by him and when they were there. Yes. And I said, oh, she would probably die if she found out that he heard that episode. Stomping. Oh, <laughs> Anyways, so she said – it was so funny right now. She goes, you know, as I sit here typing, I realize I still smell his cologne. So now I have to buy another T-shirt because I'm never washing this one. <laughs> And I said, don't ever wash it, girl. Don't ever wash it. <laughs> don't ever wash it. Oh, and then she just waxed poetic about him some more. Yeah. And we chit-chatted. But anyhow, it's, thank yeah. you, Suzanne. Suzanne, thank you. Even if- and, and honestly, now, because of that, she has my mind doing crazy things. Uh-huh. Like, like last night, I just kept thinking, like, what if he listens and he he decides that he he'll agree to an interview? I know. And <laughs> <laughs> what if we can so, get him out here and be a guest? Oh on my the gosh! Podcast? Right, if we did like a live show and John uh-huh. was our guest and he we were able to interview him. Oh my and gosh. can you imagine? No. I mean, I mean, we're we're really close to L.A., John, and yeah. we could definitely drive to wherever you are yep, staying in L.A. We could work it out to where. You know, if you wanted to meet some of your American mm-hmm. fans, you know, come on over. Just we'll we'll work it out. We promise not to mob you. No, like Italy. no, we will be very respectful. We can yeah. get you some bodyguards. Yeah, we'll hire you some bodyguards. <laughs> we'll have like a ten feet rule. If sure. You're not- if you're not immediately being, uh, if you're not immediately part of the meet and greet, like sure. everyone else has to be ten feet away sure. while this person's meeting, so you have breathing room and yeah. all of that. We we'll make sure you're mm-hmm. you're well taken care of. We're both married ladies, you yes, know. We'll we be don't have respectful. any any designs on you. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking of, <laughs> I told my husband about it last night. He worked really late last night, so I didn't get to tell him until like nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh my gosh!" And he doesn't watch the show or anything, but right. you know, he knows how we are about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. 
So I told him, I said, one of our listeners actually like told the main actor when she met him about us. And he said, oh, that's cool. Did you ask her for a bottle of his sweat too? And I was like, oh, no, I wish. And he was like, Kristen, I was kidding. And I was like, well, don't suggest good ideas if you don't mean them. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Oh, I like that they both just take it in stride. Uh-huh, they totally do. They're so good about it. So anyhow. Oh, man. All right. All right. So thank you again, yes. again, again, That's Suzanne. Like, that was just like the highlight of our week. Uh, absolutely. It's crazy. Oh On gosh. top of the fact that we got our one minute video clip of John thanking all of us in English. I know. For that Evo. I do think that's why it took so long uh, yeah, I think for them were, to announce it. I think e. they were waiting for him to release his video. Yes. Because people were getting really mad at E. But if yeah, they John's can't. Been, John's yeah. been gone. And yeah. Like and he's international. They right. probably had to figure out how to contact him in the first place. Right. To, to say like, like, hey, would you be interested in actually filming a thank you yes, message? Right. So that we can announce that you won. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was kind of funny. It's I like, agree. all right, calm down, guys. I Everything's know. okay. I know. <laughs> he still won. <laughs> I know. They were trying to get him and Demet nominated for the People's Choice Awards too because he's hosting those this oh. year. And because um, I want to say it. I feel like it switches every year. I don't think it's always E. I think People's Choice is done by different networks. But I think. I could be totally wrong. I I feel like I've seen it like on Fox before though. That's why I'm not sure. But so people have been trying to get them nominated for whatever categories. That's awesome. Which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So anyhow, now that we've chit-chatted, I wrote some stuff down. Oh, we can go over. I have a couple answers for the question of the week yes and of what the heck is emory doing of what the heck is emory doing and i i think my favorite answer was moran's answer mm. she said the only explanation for emory acting like this uh is that it's not present time emory it's emory from episode two who found a time machine jumped to the present time to keep on <laughs> sabotaging john because of jealousy the jump happened exactly when emory present time had his accident then they switched places <laughs> So it's definitely that. Or bad writing with no attention to continuity. <laughs> that was my favorite. That was good, Maria. So good. <laughs> that was obviously my first time hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, I'm so sorry. If I mispronounce your name, I apologize. Nayara. Uh, she's the one that also pointed out to me that yet again, I wished for Disney fan art that already, <laughs> already exists. <laughs> so she tagged me in the beauty and the beast drawing okay that somebody did which i posted on twitter yesterday yeah so yeah to be fair the we've just been totally ignorant of yeah. of these yeah we just i promise somehow yeah missed them. we're not like oh let's pretend we didn't know i really didn't realize it existed but yeah. it's beautiful and I it love is it. beautiful um so thank you nayara for that and if i mispronounced your name please tell me how to properly pronounce <laughs> it i'm sorry but her answer also said to answer the question of the week, I think the only explanation to Emre is still jealousy. I think he asked Sanem to leave because if she leaves, John would likely leave, and then Emre would get what he wanted from the beginning to be in charge of the company. Oh. She goes, but I have no idea why he keeps saying that Layla changed him because clearly she didn't. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's the truth. It's because so, he's delusional. It is. Um, and then I thought about, did you think any more about our our John version of... Insanimity. 
I kept trying, but everything that that looks mm-hmm. good is with an an English C, so mm-hmm. it doesn't correlate with the J sound uh-huh. for Turkish. Well, so there were a couple of them, mm-hmm. but I I figured out three. Two of them are eh. One of them is probably the best contender, but I'm still not even sure how I feel about it. Okay. Because I just learned that it, this is also a term for like being crazy or like um, territorial or jealous. Mm. And that is the word jaundiced, which I've only ever used or heard medically. Oh. Like when your yeah, liver is failing and you're like turning yellow. But jaundiced means like you're jealous and i thought well that oh, actually like has his name in it yeah but that was like the best one just because the the right. wording flowed the right. other one was like bonkers but jonkers jonkers <laughs> and then the other one was fanatical he's being genatical but i just don't okay. like those as much so those yeah. are the three i came up with yeah but it's it's hard it is hard because i don't like love any of them mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like I said, I kept I kept running into stuff because the whole the whole thing with insanity is sanem. Those are that's all the name. letters in her name are basically the same as the English alphabet, and right. while John's is as well, it's also a different pronunciation. A different pronunciation. So that kind of makes it difficult yeah. we'll keep we'll keep thinking yeah and if you guys have ideas send them our way yeah i th- i think that was everything on my list okay and then i don't know what you were thinking since we um are recording too mm-hmm. if you just only want to do a question of the week for 23 or if you just want to do them for both and then we just don't answer them until we record for 23 yeah we can do that um because I, I was still kind of planning go ahead oh because we wouldn't answer them until 25 actually right um i think just having something for people to chat about okay is that's true because it gives it's fun to interact with you guys on like twitter and instagram when yeah when you answer us even if we don't even if yeah it doesn't get included in the actual podcast so yeah in the next couple episodes if we don't bring up your answer it's not because we don't like it or anything it's because (laughs) we're recording it before you are even going to be hearing the questions exactly anyhow but yeah so that's it Yep. I think we can go right in. Let me um You got the summary? I do, yes. And the hashtag for this episode was an easy one and I didn't <laughs> need Google Translate because it's Choke Seviorum. Oh. I love you so I think much. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I love you so much. Yeah, I think I do too, because it was like, why is that the hashtag? Because yes. you know, how twenty one ended. Yeah. And they're just it, friends. And they're just friends. Ugh, I know. <laughs> so, Summary says, Will Sun M achieve her goals this episode? Wow, that was a weird inflection. Okay, let me try that again. <laughs> Will Sun M achieve her goals this episode? I don't know why I read it like that. <laughs> that was so weird. Um, determined to not leave Jada and John alone together for a magazine interview at a gym, Sun M and Ihan take a temporary job there thanks to Osman's connections. Sanem is also determined to reveal exactly who Emre really is so that sh- so she and JJ begin to follow him around. Meanwhile, the Compass Sport campaign is almost complete. Only the launch party is left. Eileen is at work behind the scenes to try and ruin that night, but the result may not be what she was hoping for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hallelujah for that. Mm-hmm. 
so um opening scene you want to talk about that yeah well sanem uh confronts the snake is what i put Mm um i also wrote because you know emory is offering to force eileen away uh, if right. Sanem promises to leave. Which, again, makes no sense because if you had the power to force her away, then why didn't you just do it already? And how is he going to force her away when he hasn't been able in to league yet. with her and Fabri right. as well? Well, and he's already tried to kind of like remove himself from her. Mm-hmm. And she either finds a way to force him back by manipulation uh-huh. or threatening like, well, he still doesn't know this, you know, this and this. Yep. So, yeah, like you don't even have the power to force her away yeah plus if sanem even agreed to this mm-hmm. how would she know whether or not he actually accomplished yeah did his part uh-huh exactly agree so john walks in to see them to see emory's hand offered to her which i mean that could look sketchy or he might just be like that what what's going on i it would probably just be more curious at this point right because apparently you know emory is reformed and everything is peachy keen now. Uh, but I I wrote that the motives should be totally obvious in this scene. Yeah. By their expressions. Because right. Sanem is glaring at him like she wants to burn him with fire. Which I don't blame her. Yeah. And Emre has this really Nasty. sneaky look mm-hmm. on his face. Yeah. So he gets i don't remember he gets called away right does duran need him yeah well john walks in yeah clearly he only sees the part where they're about to shake hands yeah so none of us were happy to find out that he didn't actually hear the conversation and then yeah i'm pretty sure it's duran who walks in at some point and he's like yeah because he doesn't even get to ask them a question no okay i don't think so and then because he asked them afterwards yeah and then yeah somebody calls him away I'm pretty yeah, so positive it's, it's Duran. Duran. Yeah. I think maybe because Eileen is there. That sounds maybe. right. This is the problem when we watch two episodes in one day. I know. It feels so far away when yeah. we're talking about the first one. And I didn't specifically write down. But after John walks out to deal with whatever the urgent matter is. Uh-huh. I did write down that Emery told Sanem, see, I was testing you. And clearly, base. and at first I thought, oh. Well, go ahead. Oh, no. Well, at first I thought. When he says that, oh, like this was a test to make sure she wouldn't just up and leave. Maybe he really is reformed. And then it was like, no, this was just a test to be like, well, if you really love my brother, you would leave and sacrifice for him. Yes. And you would leave here, but you're not. So your love is fake. Yes. And you're like, what would you even know about <laughs> real and true love? Yeah. So because um, she says that she's going to stay. Right. With John. Right. Like, no, I'm going to be here by his side. Yeah. And hopefully protect him or something from him yep. from you emre um and yeah you're right it's it's i don't know what he's thinking <laughs> i don't know what emre is thinking and i guess maybe that's our problem we probably need to stop trying to think logically when it comes to him yeah yeah well and and then he's such a stupid faker because he sees john coming back yes and his and whole he, demeanor changes uh-huh, and he's like I'm with John with this. And it's what he's saying doesn't even have anything to do with the conversation no. they were just having. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. Um, So it's he's putting on a show, uh-huh. obviously. And and she's looking at him like like he's got a tree growing out of his right, face. Right, because she can't see that John's behind them. Now. Right. 
Right. And then he comes in and she and obviously understands like, oh, okay, he's putting on a show for right. his brother. Because like, then he's like, I'm with you, brother. Blah, <sighs> blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. So then. Oh, then Eileen gets there. Uh, Wait. Because I wrote, is- enter Eileen, more acting from Emery because he's like, Eileen, what are you doing here? I told you to get away from here and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, and yeah. all this stuff. And, of course, Layla had been arguing with her before that, uh-huh. not wanting to let her get through to John and Emre. Yes. Because I said, oh, gross. Because then after she leaves, he's like, uh-huh. are you okay, Layla? Ugh. Like, he cares. <laughs> and it's like. I know. Oh. I know. He's so angering this episode. He really is. I he mean, really both is. of these episodes, really, he's yeah. angering. But Yeah. And then. So that's kind of a thing. And then it just winds up being John and Sonem in Emery's office. Uh-huh. And Sonem's trying, like, John, like, she wants to kind of warn him, like, I think your brother's up to uh-huh. no good. He kind of stops her before she says oh, anything. Oh, man. And this moment is so sweet, if I know. not completely tainted. It's so tainted. Because he's like, no, Sonem, like, it's because of you I even have a relationship <sighs> with my brother now. You know, you taught me to forgive and this and that. And it's like, which is all true. Mm-hmm. Except it's like, yeah, but now here's the one time you should actually you really not. shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be applying this newfound yeah. lifestyle of mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. So she's like, okay. And just yeah. kind of like lets it go. Yeah. So then uh, J-Ho and Bambi are back, I of course. I totally forgot that people <laughs> called her that until – I started looking at the episode hashtag last uh-huh. night. <laughs> yeah. So they're back, of course. Of course. Because they are magnetized to the agency, apparently. That's true. Um, and Jada's admiring a picture of John with mm-hmm. a camera, and he tells a story about it, and Sunem snatches it from her, and she's like, sorry, it's really dusty. I wouldn't want your hands to get dirty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> And if you notice throughout all of this, John's glancing over and like oh, yeah. smiling and kind of chuckling to himself because uh-huh. he knows exactly what she's doing and he's doing nothing to discourage it. Nope. I love it. Well, then they continue. They carry on with their meeting. Yes. And she, Sanem, just like brings a chair and sticks herself, herself right in between the two of them. Uh-huh. She's like, excuse me, I'll sit here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. So everything is fine. They're going over the stuff for the launch. Right. Uh, for the – what am I thinking? Launch party campaign. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Campaign is the word I was thinking, trying to think of. Um, And then Jada gets John to interview with her or she gets him an interview. Yeah, that's a little murky. Basically, somehow she brings up a gym. And mm-hmm. John's like, well, do you know this gym? Like, that's where I like to go. Right. And then she's like, oh, I know this magazine, these people, and they want to interview us at a gym. And I get the feeling that maybe she told them, like, oh, I know John DeVitt. Uh-huh. DeVitt. And I, you know, I can get him in for an interview with you guys. Yes. Because if you notice, once they're actually at the interview, they're kind of like, Jada, can we get some photos of just yeah. John? And they kind of, like, move her out. Yeah. So clearly she just saw an in to do something with John. Yeah. You know, or be a part of something that has nothing to do with Sonam. Right. So, yeah, I just assume. She's just trying to spend time with him. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So they set that up. And then I I put Jada's look at Sonam as she's leaving is so gross. It is. She, she, like, she doesn't even pretend. Nope. At all. 
She's mm-hmm. just clearly out for John, and she hates that Sunem is always there mm-hmm. and that he clearly cares about her right. and wants her around. That's pretty obvious. Which, again, begs the question, I don't understand why any woman, or any person for that matter, yeah, would want to have to force someone else or trick mm-hmm. or convince them yeah. to want to be with them. Yeah. I don't understand that. And John loves all of Sunem's crazy. Yeah. He smiles after she, the second she leaves mm-hmm. and he watches her leave as he always does. Uh-huh. So I'm sorry, but girl is barking up the wrong tree. Yep. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Um, then John comes and asks Sunem to dinner, all sneaky-like, mm-hmm. and you're, everybody gets all excited. But then... What happens? I'm talking a lot, Kristen. That's okay. So, yeah, he basically is like, what are you doing tonight? Should we go to dinner? And, like, he's trying to be all, like, sly about it Uh because they're at work. And we pan to dinner Uh that night. And we see John and Sonam talking. And then the camera widens. And Emre is also there. So it's like, I wrote, womp, womp. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yep. And his... Oh, my gosh. Oh. That's exactly what I wrote. Did you? Yes. Yeah. I literally wrote in parentheses, womp, womp. And the fakest, most syrupy apology Ugh. I've ever heard in my life. <sighs> and I've been fake apologized to before. I'm sure I've even been <laughs> the giver of a super fake apology. I'm definitely not perfect. But this was how anybody bought this. It was insanely cringeworthy or i should say how john bought this yeah is beyond me yeah yeah and i put you can't pull off that level of charm bro nope because listen (laughs) Mm -hmm. Kristen and i have known some schmoozers yeah in our day Uh uh-huh Kristen dated one okay i sure did (laughs) and this guy was a pretty he was pretty charming mm-hmm. he was good looking he was charming and like he, and i fell right he 19 year old me fell right for it yeah you know <laughs> and it happens right it happens you were 19 but he was like you know his level he was like superior level yes. of charm like yes. he knew how to work the system totally. he knew how to work people absolutely agree. he was totally yeah, yeah. He, he had it down. He could sell ice to an Eskimo. Absolutely. But this scene with Emre, it was like, you can't even do it. Pulling the rose from the middle of the table, mm-hmm. like it was, it, that's not even cute. He was like a, he reminded me of a car salesman. Yes. In this scene. Just smarmy. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Ugh. Holy. <coughs> totally agree. I know. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We have, <laughs> I don't know, we have issues. issues today. <laughs> anyway it was just whatever and then to top it off when he pulls that flower out of the vase yes yeah and i'm sitting here like okay but that doesn't mean anything because you didn't even buy this flower you just stole it from the restaurant yeah you literally just stole it yep in front of both of them Uh and somehow that was supposed to be charming and when john's like oh i have to learn from that when he says that to, and i'm like no john you don't because that was gross yeah (laughs) that was gross it was gross and fake and Mm -hmm. you're the real deal Amen. Don't learn anything from Emery. Except ever. for, love you, John, but he snapped at the server. I think that's a cultural thing. I think you're right. And I think actually I remember I, I was trying to scroll through my personal Twitter last night 
because again, we didn't have this podcast yet. Mm -hmm. And I do remember live tweeting this episode and I was trying to find, I'm almost positive I mentioned that. Like, oh man, as someone who waited on tables for like 10 years, I hated being snapped at. Yeah. But granted, he was not doing it in a rude way. I know. He was like, oh, hey. Yes. Yeah. No. But I was trying to find, like, did somebody reply to me and say anything about that? Like, yeah. it being cultural? I feel like somebody uh, at some point said something about that and was like, no, like, you kind of have to get their attention. Yeah. The waiters aren't, like, in America, the waiters are constantly circling you right. and asking if you need anything. Not quite and the same. I don't think it's the same. Yeah. Um, in other countries necessarily and And you have to kind of like hey and let's be real if john yaman was sitting in my section and snapped at me i'd probably i'd come running i'd go running (laughs) right over so be like yes what can i get for uh you sir yeah how can i help you i say i hate being snapped at but even if yeah if Mm -hmm. he was snapping his fingers at me yeah i'd be right over there (laughs) i'd teleport myself right where he was (laughs) so anyhow so um, there's a lot of Mahale stuff going on. Yeah, I started skipping over some of a lot of it, at least this episode, because yeah, it didn't, didn't feel as meaningful. There's some it, of it has to be mentioned in 23, but right, yeah, and you know, Muzo is calling agencies and trying to get himself acting jobs. Ends up getting Osman an acting job. Yeah. There's still trouble with uh, I put Mevhat. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but. One thing, I'm glad that Layla scolds them in this scene that comes up. I totally agree. Because she tells them, she's like, aren't you adults? Why are you acting like children? Do I need to enroll you in kindergarten? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And she forces them to watch a documentary, which neither of them wants to watch. Uh And says, I'm going to come back and ask you about this documentary. Which I really, I just liked that she scolded them because I felt like, all of the viewers were already thinking the same exact yeah, thing. Absolutely. Like, can you guys please put this to rest? It's already old. It's already tired. It's been too long. Yeah. And you need to both just stop. Yeah. So um, it's been I appreciated for, that. It's been old for a while now. Uh-huh. And it doesn't even get solved this episode. No, it doesn't. Um. So, yeah, I think that covers everything. Osman does get an audition. Yes. That we find that out in one of the Mahali scenes. Uh-huh. Which is exciting. Yep. Which I'm sure we'll touch on when we get to the actual audition part. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that. So I'll backtrack really quick just because after dinner, after, you know, they disperse after dinner, Emre's in his room and he's on yes. the phone with Eileen. Uh-huh. Clearly still planning. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I've got my brother's trust and he this and he that. So it's like you still are plotting, which again, to what end, bro? Yeah. And... Um, and then he even says how he's going to start pushing Jada towards him because he notices that Jada has an interest yes. and all this stuff. And it's like, oh my gosh, clearly you don't know your brother. Like he hasn't shown any interest in her at all. He just came back from having dinner with you and Sun M because he wants you two to get along. And why do you think he did that? But sure, push some random, well, not that random, but push some woman on him. Right. That he hasn't even, that he would have shown interest in himself a long time ago if it was there yeah it's it's crazy how consistently as we even continue how consistently it is that other people try to decide john's life for him yeah especially as far as his love life goes uh-huh so and i still don't understand 
Eileen's motive with all of this mm-hmm. because she's determined to keep Son M away from John. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Yeah. Why do you care? My only the only thing I could possibly think of is because if she their thinking must be if they ruin Son M for John, then they'll have nothing anchoring him here because he's always been like a traveler right and like so then that he'll just leave that he'll just leave they'll finally have the agency right that's the for old, themselves yeah. yeah yeah so which is still stupid because then after that too he comes out of his room into the kitchen and he and john have this like nice heart to heart uh-huh john's like pouring his heart out to him like how the act you know after accident was accident. my breaking point yeah. yep all thanks to son M, I started having a different vision towards everything including me yeah yeah and it's like how and it still doesn't seem to get through his thick skull, Emre's. Because he doesn't care. Yep. He doesn't care about what yeah. his brother wants. That is what it boils down to. That's what we see consistently over yeah. and over again. The one, what Emre cares about is Emre. Yeah. That's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. And his actions consistently show that. Yep. He's, oh, it's he's just... so two-faced. I hate him so much. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <laughs> then we pan over to Aiden's sister chat time. Yes. And I wrote Layla still under the spell. Uh, of course. Sanem is still suspicious. As she should be. As she should be. Yeah. And she winds up kind of talking about John a little bit. And she ends up, she just says, I love him so much. And uh-huh. then that's when we realize Mevkabe is starting to listen in. Yes. But the girls figure it out fairly quickly that Mevkabe is at the door. Uh-huh. So they kind of change the tone slightly or they uh what's the word i'm looking for sneakily change the tone of their conversation Mm -hmm. so that it just sounds like they're talking about their bosses and how they wish oh i just pray every night that nice girls will come to them because we just have great bosses and so that it's very clearly sounds like they're talking about a boss employee relationship yes it fools mevkabe yeah and she's like oh it's not what i thought at all and Uh like stomps off which i just thought was funny and really smart on their part and mm-hmm. then i love it because when they realize they tricked her i made a gif out of this when they do their little like hip bump and like uh-huh. high five i was like oh that's cute i need a gif of that that's a yeah. very gifable moment so yes and then do you want to talk about this next part because it's the next morning for work and we're getting to the bus stop and yeah osman is in a suit well before that, we get to see Osman in PJs. And, <laughs> and I said, Allah, Allah, Yogartic. <laughs> because I don't know why that is so hot for me, but there's something he's got these flannels on. And I was like, okay, this is fine with me. Oh. <laughs> see, I but- think. We've seen him in pajamas before. That's why I, I don't know what it was about it, but, but I was watching and <laughs> it was working for me. So, um, and then yes, the next day. So he's in his suit because he's got a job. He has an audition for a role, and we've never um, seen him in a suit before. We haven't. Yeah, goodness, he suit. was working his, that suit. His curls and that suit. I know he's just great so good looking. Uh-huh. Oh, I want to squeeze him. <laughs> Anyway, so he runs into Layla, and they're chatting. And he's um, way too sweet to her. Well, that's because he's a sweet baby angel, Kristen. He can't not be sweet. I know. Except, (laughs) okay, this whole thing, (laughs) 
I kind of don't understand. Yeah, I was thinking maybe like I should have asked Miriam or someone to clear it up because I feel like the translation doesn't give us the whole story. Yeah. As to what set him off. So him and Layla are talking Mm -hmm. and she's, you know, excited that he's got this role and she says, don't forget us when you're famous. And then she gets a call from Emre, who happens to be driving by, Mm -hmm. and he offers to come pick her up and take her to work. So he does so, and as they're leaving, there are these two guys Mm -hmm. that are strangers. Yeah, just probably also waiting for the bus. Yeah, that see her get into the car with him, and one of them makes a comment like, oh, you've got to have a car these days. See how quickly she got into the car with that guy? Mm -hmm. And... Osman loses his, his crap. Uh-huh. I, he absolutely loses his mind. It's in like a zero to uh-huh. two hundred uh-huh. in point zero seven seconds, uh-huh. and I don't understand because it's completely out of character for him. It is no matter how protective he might be of Layla, who he's known his whole life. Right, like it's one half comment right. about not even really a. I mean, is that well, that that's why I'm insulting to her? That's why I'm wondering if they said something worse and maybe I don't know, like I mean, I feel like the translations would have still at least hinted at that. Right. Like, well, did they like call her a name or something? Like Right. I mean, oh, I guess like, I guess the implication Maybe that yeah, maybe it's more the implication of like, oh, she's easy because all it took was right. a car. Right, or it. that she's a gold digger. Yeah, something. I, I yeah, I because if it's they had, so like, yep. dramatic. Right, because if they had basically indicated, you know, that she was like some street walker or, right. you know what I mean? Yes. Like, then I could see that because, yeah. you know, that's your childhood friend who's, you know, you're basically saying she's selling her body or something. Yeah. But, I, yeah. Yeah. That whole thing was weird. It's like he beats the crap out of them uh-huh. for seemingly no reason. Uh-huh. And it's not like he's this hothead character who no. has issues with beating the crap out of people right. all the time. Right. He's Osman. Yeah, he, he is, is not violent. calm mm-hmm. and collected and very sweet and controls himself. I mean, obviously he has that moment with Muzo where he's threatening mm-hmm. him with a knife. But Muzo deserved it and that was <laughs> Yeah, provoked. Muzo was being so... Mm-hmm annoying i so i don't even blame him for that and it's not like he would have actually done anything but he punches these guys and gets into a legitimate fight so i just didn't really understand that whole thing i I don't know if it was just a one-off of them trying to make something interesting Mm -hmm. i don't know yeah i have no idea it was just well it seems like it serves its purpose when he goes to the audition yeah, it's like, is that the only reason they did that? Right, just so that he'd go there with a black eye and the director was like, look at you already in character. Amazing. Right. Like, right. there could have been another comedic way to go about that scene. I don't you sure. know. Sure. I mean, even if it was an – because what I could see happening, which would have been more in tone with the show, uh-huh. is like he and Muzo and Muzo being stupid and messing around and like Elbows him in the face him. or – yes. Right. Or like, that would oh, be way, Osman, that would make way I know more how sense. to fake fight. Let me give you some tips before you go yes. to your audition. And then like actually hits him. Yes. And then he's like, dang it, Muzo, now I'm going to go there looking like this. You could have written that, Kristen. Thank M- you. You could have written that better <laughs> I than like that, whatever this was. Yes, would have been more in tone with 
their characters. Absolutely. And the show. And the show. Yeah. Not just, well, he you know he needs to look good for this role so he's gonna need like a yeah. like a black guy oh. so let's have him get into a fight <laughs> even yeah. though the osman we know would probably never get into a fight yeah. it just yeah it was so off tone for me mm-hmm. that i didn't really know what to do with it yeah so i agree yeah then i said we get we're back at the agency and we have an all velvet duran yeah I put Duran wearing upholstery pants. It's a lot. They are. Yeah. The print and then the fact that they're also. Her top being velvet is fine. It's just black. It's, you know. Yeah. But then the pants are also velvet and they have a very busy print on them. It belongs on a couch. You're right. Yeah. It absolutely does. It, it looks, looks like, like upholstery well, to me. It kind of looks like the rug. Or a rug. Uh huh. Yeah. That we're sitting on right now. Yeah. So it was just a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. And John tells her Son M's gonna do the speech. Yeah. And she is pissed and horrified. <laughs> and scared for her job, I guess. Right. She's just really upset. Yeah, she doesn't like it. Because this is all stuff that Duran would normally do as the coordinator. Right. But since Son M is the one taking point on this particular project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the project coordinator, yeah. so it actually makes sense to me. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So um, yeah. We have so many like when Le- when Layla gets into in the car with oh, Emre mm-hmm. and he says, "I couldn't find it. I can't find a better seatmate than you." <laughs> but shoot me in the freaking <laughs> face! Oh, like and oh, then brother. they're walking in and she and trips, she trips oh. and she's like, "Oh, Emre, babe, I was about to fall," <laughs> and he, and he catches her and he's like, "Are, Are you, you okay?" okay? the only good part about that was jj being under the table being like why do i always see these things it makes me want to rip my skin off (laughs) i hate it i know it's i don't know why their stuff bothers me so much because they're like well they're trying to be like discount john m and it's it does not work yeah their dollar store john m yeah half off yeah on the clearance right <laughs> i was trying to think of a good metaphor for their chemistry but nothing is coming to me because, because it's, it's non-existent not yeah, yeah. Ugh. anyway that's all i don't want to talk about them anymore okay <laughs> so then we have son m and ihan at the gym mm-hmm. because osman knows like a, a coach there yes and so he kind of gets them an in to get a temporary job cleaning. Right. Of course, they want to be there because that's when Sun M finds out that that's the gym that John goes to and Jada will be there. So there's a whole, you know, there's a lot of funny stuff that happens in there because they're kind of like mimicking the people they're working out. Yes. You know, it's funny. But they get a job there. They find out what they have to do and they have gym privileges after they're done working. Yes. So if they want to, they They can work work out out for an hour a day. Yes. Then I like back the agency and JJ says it's almost Son M time to Ghoulies. Yes. And she's like, This was so funny. Uh-huh. And Ghoulies is like, Son M time. He's like, Every morning at this time, Duren Hanim always calls for Son M in three, two, one. And she's like, Son M. And it's like, Yeah, right cute. And I said, JJ always covering for his girl because he's like, Oh, she's in the archive room taking care of, you know, whatever. Because she's not at work yet. No. 
And because she is the biggest slacker in the world this I, episode. I know. And it does come back to bite yeah. her as it, at one point when uh-huh. we get to the point with the billboards and stuff. I'm like, I don't even feel bad for you. I know. Neither did I. And Duren's anger is totally justified uh-huh. in that moment. Yep. And I actually, because when John's like, okay, Duren, you're not being solution-minded, I kind of am like, no, no, yeah, you're right. We do need to come up with a solution to fix this. But she has been totally flaky But th- yeah. this whole day. Sanem deserved all of that. Yeah. Because she spends her whole day being distracted by John and Jada. Uh-huh. And, and then she passes off the the, the responsibility that John gave to her to mm-hmm. JJ. And I'm sorry, but, you know, you're the project manager on this. This is your responsibility. Yep. And if you weren't so distracted, I, it's obviously we get funny scenes from it and yes. all of that kind of stuff. But yeah, I agree. It was like, girl, you, this is your job. You've got to, you've got to do your work. Yeah, I agree. So Sanam gets to work. She, and everyone helps her. It's not, I mean, JJ does too. Yeah. But they all. Because they, like, grab her hat, grab her bag, mm-hmm. and make her look all make presentable. Look all presentable. Like, like, she's like been she, there. Uh-huh. Like, she didn't just get there. <laughs> yes. Because they've all suffered the wrath of Duran, I'm sure, at some point. Right. So they get her all settled. And, of course, she winds up – They she and JJ wind up in a conversation about Emre. Mm-hmm. Because Sonam's confiding in him, like, I think he's up to no good still. I think this. Right. And I love it because Emre – or JJ's like, did the darkness call for Emre Bay? <laughs> <laughs> and basically i think agrees to help her keep an eye for thing eye out for things and uh-huh. whatever yeah and then john calls her into the office this is where he gives her the responsibility because you're the project manager you're the coordinator i have an yes. important job for you uh-huh and puts her in charge of making these billboards that mm-hmm. are going to be in all the different areas and it's like you need to pick quotes also you know that match the photos and that are going to be uh, basically like relatable to whatever area those billboards are hanging in so these are like personalized billboards right based on the cities and whatnot that they're going to be in the districts yeah districts thank you so yeah you know like it's it's a big responsibility yeah and do you have screenshots of that no but okay. i i just wrote it's clearly two different conversations happening yes yes because <laughs> john's like okay i have a big responsibility and she's like Okay, I'm wearing no mask in front of you. Like I'm and I get what she's trying to say. Right. But that's not what this conversation is. Right. It's like, okay, so I'm focused. Yeah. But it's it's funny because she's like, I'm ready for anything. Bring it on. <laughs> she's like, You can trust me. And he's anything like, important for you is important for me. And he's like, Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, like I appreciate that, but I just really need you to take care of these like, billboards. This is just billboards. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like, clearly, you've got Emery on the brain, son M, and you're like, I want, you know, that she's basically saying, you can trust me, you can this, you can that. Yes. When it comes to these things. But he's just more like, I just want to trust you to get the job done. Yeah. Of these billboards. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of touched on this. The director winds up loving Osman. Yeah. Helmet hair director. <laughs> Loves Osman because he comes prepared for the role. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, which is. He's such a method actor. Yes, a method actor. Then back at the agency, JJ hears Emre on the phone. Uh-huh. And he says, I'm on my way, Eileen. Mm-hmm. So JJ, being the good friend he is, tells Son M. And they follow him to this restaurant. Yes. And there's a funny whole taxi scene where they're like. Yes. And J- uh, JJ's like trying to tell the taxi guy the whole story. And Son M's like, no, just tell him to follow that car. He doesn't know who any of these people are. Yeah. 
And I love when they get to the restaurant and they're being all sneaky. Uh-huh. And they're looking at the menu. <laughs> and JJ's like, a Caesar salad is 85 liras. Are we going to eat the salad with Caesar himself? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's other stuff, too. He's, like, putting filters on the phone. That, and he's, like, yes. spying on Emre and stuff. He was being really funny in that <laughs> whole scene. Yeah. That whole scene was completely comedic. Yeah. And then we pan back over to the agency. There's a lot of back and forth in this episode. Like, there we're is. at the agency. We're at the restaurant. We're at the gym. We're at the Mahale. We're back at the agency. Yeah. But Jada shows up with a gift for John. Yeah. And she says, I had ideas about the launch, and I thought I'd come in instead of call. <laughs> and Duran, I was like, amen, Duran. She, she says, she's here every day. It's true. It's true. For someone who is an employee of an entirely different company. Who is a CEO yeah. of an entirely different company. Uh-huh. Apparently, that is a very easy job because she's got all this time on her hands. Uh-huh. So, yeah, she gives him this rare camera, which initially John's like, this is lovely. I can't accept this. It's right. so rare, so unique. Um, I mean, but she insists and he does, which I mean, he's a photographer and obviously, that you know, this is an area of interest for him. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to push too hard about not accepting it. Right. But, of course, Jada uses that to her advantage. She's like, well, maybe we can use this to take the photos that fell prey to the hands of technology in Sun M. Mm-hmm. Like, and he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Kind of whatever. Yeah. Then we find out it's not actually the Eileen we think it is at the restaurant. Right. It's some other Eileen with mm-hmm. short hair. Yeah. So they were, they were <laughs> very convenient. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. And of course, Emery's like acting all innocent. What's right. what's wrong? Why mm-hmm. were you following me? This is this is so and so of whatever bank. Bank, yeah. yeah. So they were wrong. Unfortunately, they didn't catch him in the act. Nope. Um, and then they they come back to the agency, and <laughs> the son M sees Jada as she's leaving, and she's like, "Why is this lady always here?" Mm-hmm. I I do love that that she's like. Oh, Jada, I'm like, oh, Jada, sweetie, uh-huh. what are you doing here? Because they both give each other the fake sweet act. Oh, completely. But, and they're just saying goodbye. The scene isn't really anything. No. But I love the John. behind the scenes oh. of this scene. Mm-hmm. It's, you probably saw it. I'm sure I have. This is, uh, Chari was posting a bunch of behind mm-hmm. the scenes little things of this particular scene where they're standing there and everybody at the agency is like back behind that wall mm-hmm. watching them. Mm-hmm. And they would cut and then Chari would cue music. Oh, yeah. And they would all start dancing. Because they were filming like super long. And, I mean, they filmed long and late all the time. Yes. But I think I remember them talking about this particular day was just like. They Super needed the long. energy. Yes. So d- between cuts, Chari would blast music. And, and so dance. they would all start dancing. <laughs> it was almost like, um, what's that What's that game you play as a kid? Like, then the music stops and you have to freeze. Oh, uh-huh. And, like, that's almost like what it was like because as soon as the music stopped, they would go right back into character. Yep. It was so, yeah, it was really funny. Like, the second the music cut, bam, Demet was Sanem again. Yep. John was, or Yaman was Divit again. Like, uh-huh. And then, but back and forth, like it, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. I forgot. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's Those like, are like the best some of my favorite. Yeah, because it's they're obviously just having so much fun, yeah. and I think Chari really did his best to Have make a good it atmosphere. a fun atmosphere mm-hmm. for the actors and actresses. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that's all. But um. But yes, we get 
Uh, and okay, so apparently this is a Yaman thing. Mm-hmm, the face grabbing. Yep. Because somebody had clips, maybe from Dolan. Dolan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's in, in a car mm-hmm. with the lead in, in that show mm-hmm. and he, he does the same thing. The weird like scissor snippy, like, like grabby. Grab uh-huh. thing. So that is that is Yaman yep. leaning in. <laughs> because because Sun M gets a little bent about the fact that Jada gave him a gift and stuff. So she's yeah. getting a little jealous. And yeah. he just kind of like walks by and like, yeah, like grabs her little face and mm-hmm. keeps going. And it's really cute. Yep. And then Emery encourages Jada as she's leaving. Yeah. Encourages her antics. I said, because he's dumb and thinks apparently that John can be as easily manipulated as he can. Yep. So whatever. Then we're back in the office. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sunem's like, oh, I see you got a nice gift from Jada and blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. And he's like, yeah, it's this extremely rare, very unique, da, 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 da. Just like you. Uh-huh. And he does more face With touching. a face caress. Uh-huh. And then, for whatever reason, he walks out. Probably another urgent matter. Because then it's just, then Emre walks in from his office. And it's just him and Son M. No? Mm. Well, at some is point. Is that when that happens? Well, it happens soon. Because my next note is when he tells her, your sister changed me. And I'm like, oh, brother. Oh, I must have just totally passed that over because i mean it's not a super long probably thing. just irritated yeah. me so that's probably why I, I think he gets called out for something and then emory pops his head in from his office okay and sonam's kind of like, like can we talk yes because of She's the whole like, restaurant no. thing yeah and that's when he's like i'm not who you think i am your sister changed me and it's like no she didn't you no, liar didn't. yeah oh anyways yep. so yeah we'll move on from that you're yeah. a liar and then, yep, here we go. Son M abandons billboard duty to uh-huh. follow John to the gym. That's what it is. He must be heading to the gym now to go meet yes. Jada. And she and he's on the phone, mm-hmm. and that's the only reason she knows that. Yes. And so she's like, well, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. I'm bailing on my work to go follow yep. him. So she tosses it to JJ without much explanation. And then yeah. she's like, there are piranhas circling me. Yes. And then goes to the gym. Gym cleaning shenanigans. You know, there's the whole montage of her cleaning like while people are still exercising right like all this stuff right. and then not letting people on the equipment because she's like no i just clean that yeah and it's funny and then i wrote we're all i because at one point they noticed john's there already yes and they hide behind that cleaning cart and i said uh-huh. we're all i watching john work out seriously because she's like oh <laughs> tilts her she's head. like this man is like hercules uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrote, sorry, Jada, what are those weights? She's, like, standing They're, like, two pounders. (laughs) If that, yeah. Well done, J-Ho. We hate you. (laughs) We hate you and your your tiny little weights. I know. They're, like. (laughs) Get bigger weights like a real woman. Uh It was just so, like, what? What are you doing? Like, you think that's going to impress him with your tiny little. I'm so salty this morning. You are. But it's okay. Hey, everyone. But we're allowed to Except hate Jada. Except for John and Son M. We're allowed to hate Jada. Yeah. I'm sure the actress, whatever your name is, I'm, I'm sure, sure you're she's a lovely, lovely person. She does a great job but being you, this yep, character you as do well. a great job. It's just like Eileen. Yep. Eileen does such a great job it's true. being a horrible person it's in this true. show. So we love to hate uh-huh. you. So then she's like, when are we going to do kickboxing lessons? Of course, when they get into the ring, Son M is also around. 
bouncing around punching punching bags and all this stuff like yes. a lunatic she's so i was cracking up at her it's yeah you have to watch it there's no yeah. way to describe it she's just totally and goofy. the big giant punching bag she she punches it and it's swinging around it ends up knocking her over uh-huh and she actually pulls that off really well she does and then obvious product placement they took uh-huh. a break yeah john winds up back in the ring only this time <laughs> Jada's going and getting ready for the interview, so Sam M's the only one in there. She's and in the she's ring. A, a quote stranger. She's pre- asking yeah. for help because she's got like a helmet on and stuff. So she's like <laughs> she's talking doing, to this She's doing voice. her Arkenji Kush voice. She is. <laughs> You're right. When she, that's right. She's like, excuse me, could you help? <laughs> I need some help. You're please. right. That's so funny. I forgot about that. <laughs> so she like he and of course he realizes it's her after of like course. half a second he saw her before she was even in the that's ring that's what i thought but i didn't i didn't know if he, he really actually recognized her well he notices something, someone yeah and he notices someone yeah but so obviously he goes in and he's like all right, right it's it's like this well crazy girl you're clearly new here and i'm not really a teacher with time for coaching but <laughs> she's like just a few minutes just show me and and she moves the the ropes to like invite, invite him in. He's like, "Oh, you're inviting me into the ring, huh?" And so finally, he comes up. Yeah, and she just starts attacking and she him. Starts yes. All, as soon as he's in, she just starts pummeling on him. But he's and, like, so entertained. Him. Oh yeah, you can hear him laugh uh-huh. too. It's hilarious. Oh my! He's gosh. like, "You're like a bull." Ra- Look at what I did because I wrote this ends up being the hottest scene, and I tried to draw flames. <laughs> Look at my flames. <laughs> Those are just- <laughs> Looks like looks like a deformed glove. I, I tried to draw fire flames to be like this is the hottest scene. Oh my gosh! Anyways, because he's like, you're like a bull right now. You're being ridiculous. All while he's like saying this between laughing, yeah. and she's like, you wish Jada was in here with you. Is that it? And he's like, she's my friend. And she goes, no, I love this. No, you have only one friend, and that's me. I'm your very best friend. And all this time, while she's like still bouncing and trying to hit him. And he's like, calm down, calm down, calm down. And he's like trying to block oh her punches. My gosh. And of course, it's not even phasing him. And she's yeah. like, you're made of steel. Nothing happens to you. And then he like, he's like done. He grabs he her. Tackles her. And tackles her to the ground. And at first, she's, she lands on top of him. They're uh-huh. horizontal. And he's kind of like looking at her. And then he does this like roll and tuck thing. Uh-huh. Tuck and roll. And he winds up on top of her, and their faces are like, "I put he is fully on her. He is on her." And I put, and then the most sexually charged moment of the episode happens. Uh, yep, because he's just he's completely on top of her. Uh huh. He his nose is like right by her nose. He's mm-hmm. looking very intensely at her, and he goes, "I think this is a knockout." And she says, "I think we're just starting." What's and then on he him? says. Then I hope it never ends. Oh, oh Lord, help me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Insane. And I think on Twitter there were a lot of uh, memes that got made too that were like how like uh, things best friends do or like all this stuff about what Arkadosh Lardu together. Uh-huh. And of course it was showing like the two of them all wrapped and entangled in each uh-huh. other on the floor of the ring. Yeah. And then our really heated moment gets interrupted by the interviewers because they show up. Yes. And. Yep. I wrote interview questions, blah, blah, blah. Did you get screenshots of that? I did. Okay, I like I liked what John had to say. Uh-huh. 
so they the interviewer makes it obvious that they don't care anything about Jada, mm-hmm. which Good. was very satisfying. Neither do we. Mm-hmm. So she asks, "Is there a woman in your life, John Bay?" And he says, "Uh, I wish you would beat around the bush a little. This was too blunt, don't you think? I don't like talking about this subject, actually. Do you mind if we just pass this question?" So she says, well, as I can see, you so you don't have any plans for marriage in the future? And he says, no. I mean, I'm a little free-spirited. And spiritually, I identify myself to jades, jade horses. I don't really understand that reference. Yeah, Miriam or someone else. Yeah. Can you maybe explain that to us? Mm -hmm. He says, I'm a little bit wild. So obviously, it has something to do with being wild, but... Again, that mm-hmm. that particular reference, I don't understand. Um, Son M says, and his grandfather was a stableman. <laughs> whatever. John like, says, exactly. exactly. <laughs> he says, the idea of marriage, I feel like it will tame me. So she says, well, so what kind of woman can change your thoughts about marriage? And he says, well... It's not like I can say that I'm looking for these exact attributes. It wouldn't be true. I, I can't say that I'm looking for these exact attributes. It wouldn't be true at all because that's not something that you can know. Instead of appearance, her energy is important for me, like full of life, colorful. She still has her childish excitement inside, merciful, thoughtful, understanding, character-wise, but as elegant as a gazelle. <laughs> And the scent, scent is very important for me. When I inhale it in flowing endless seas, immense and vast meadows, but still it feels like I'm home and at the same time, it heals me. A very special scent would attract me. Maybe that's why I keep wandering around the world nonstop looking for someone that has what's mine and also has what I don't have. Mm -hmm. So uh, then Jada, Jada. Mm -hmm. thinking that she'll get an answer that makes her feel better about herself, Mm -hmm. I guess, says, well, since you're still looking for it, you obviously didn't find her yet. Maybe she, and she says, maybe she's very close to you, John. She is. And he says, maybe she is. (laughs) And then proceeds to stare at Sanem. Mm -hmm. Not at Jada. So, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, Jada. But obviously, all of those attributes that he's listing, who does that sound like? Right. And what kinds of words has he used to describe Sanem in the past? Exactly. It's obviously her. Completely describing her. Uh Uh-huh. And even Sanem knows it because of the smile on her Uh face. Like, it calms her down. Yep. Then it's cute because they get back to the agency, and I said, turtle face John. He Uh makes that face and kind of looks at her. He's like, is everything okay? Have I offended you somehow? I get this feeling maybe I did something and I don't realize it. Yeah. And she's like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he's like, well, is it possible that maybe you're just a little tiny bit slightly jealous? <laughs> and she's like, no. Why would I be jealous of other friends? Friends are not jealous of each other. And she kind of goes off a little bit about it. And he's uh-huh. like, okay, son, I'm clearly I misunderstood. But he like touches her face. Uh-huh. And then we find out the billboards came back from the printing. Well, they're not billboards. They're poster size. They're barely poster size. They're like a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Like on a piece of computer. And Doren is pissed. She rips into Sunem. Yep. Which she deserves. Yeah. And JJ's all worried too because he's like, Well, I messed them up. I wasn't sure. But even John's like, Well, I assigned this to Sunem. Yeah. This isn't it's on not, JJ. Yeah. Yep. Which is good. Yes. That he doesn't have to take the fall for something that's not actually his fault. I agree. 
Um, so now they'll be stuck working all night at John's. Um, yeah, cause because basically, of that. Yeah, because John's like, well, let's think of a solution. Okay, friends, like, we're going to have to be up all night. We'll do it at my house for a change of scenery, yada, yada, yada. I realized something when I was watching this because I was like, why do they – like, it doesn't really make sense to have work parties at his house other than, like, okay, he says change of scenery. And then I realized, I wonder if that's the days that they're filming when the agency is actually in business. So they have oh, to find a maybe reason – to, to not, not film there. there. Mm-hmm. That would make sense. So, like, they do that a lot, but, like, it seems like a lot more work to have a work party at home when mm-hmm. all of the stuff you need is at your place of employment. Right. But I realized, oh, maybe that's when the show is actually, like, filming during the week or something when the agency is in business and they can't film there. That would make sense. Anyways, that just occurred to me. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, I said, you know, Sanem accepts fault, but really it was her and she should have because it was her distraction with john and jada she made that her priority yeah and that's that so yeah. we get the work party yes Mel- so oh, go ahead. uh meliot is stirring the pot and stressing mevka bay out that's exactly what i wrote stirring yeah. and stressing um and then mevka bay finds out that sanem is at john's right and she thinks that she's caught her daughters in a lie yeah she thinks it's just the two of them yeah Oh, she doesn't think Le- she doesn't think Layla is there. I don't think she real. Well, I don't think she realizes for sure that maybe she does realize that Layla's there. I don't. Think- but I guess she's just talking to Sanem, huh? Yes, and she basically doesn't believe it's a work party, right? So that's why she's like, "Well, I'm just going to show up with this food, uh huh." Because the she's shocked like, this will teach you to lie to your mother, uh huh? Because the yeah. shocked look on her face, right, when she walks in and sees the entire agency is there. Yes, she's like, "Well, what did you think it was, Mom? I told you I was working late." Like, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, so they're all working there, and um, if Kabe figure, finds out that it wasn't a lie, mm-hmm. that she's not sneaking around behind her mom's back, mm-hmm. they actually did have to work. Um, but we get some really cute John M stuff. Oh, yeah, because b- before they realized her mom was there and the doorbell rings. Uh-huh. And Son M's like, I'll just go get it. And John says, okay, honey. And uh-huh. Son M's like, did he just call me honey? And even Gulies is like, to JJ, did he just they say heard honey? It. They heard it. Yep. Because he just said it so naturally, like it was rolling right off his yep. lips. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Mevka Bay is just kind of there sticking her nose in people's work. Yeah, I wrote, um, I'm sorry, mom's showing up at their adult daughter's workplace? I like, know. That, yeah. Yeah. John is too it's nice. It's kind of weird. It's weird. Anyways, yeah. go ahead. Um, but Layla ends up taking Mevka Bay home, yes. thankfully. Because mm-hmm. she's like, all right, you, I don't know why you're doing this and why you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to be here right now. But we now. have actual work to get done, so mm-hmm. let's go, Mom. So let me just take you home. And then we have a very hot John M moment mm-hmm. with, like, A for Ashk. Yeah, uh, when he's J dictating. J for John M. Uh-huh, when he's dictating to her. Uh-huh. I don't know if I mean I don't think there's anything the, in there that's like the dialogue isn't super important. No, they're just staring at each other mm-hmm. as they're saying words like love, honey, and precious. Right. He's like A for Ashk, and she's like, uh, maybe it's A for a friend. Uh-huh. Like she's trying to be, she's trying not to read into things, right, to protect her little heart. Yeah. And John's just like no, and like H for honey, <laughs> and. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then she, he's he's like staring at her, uh-huh. and she goes, "Is this is it hot? Because because I'm is it hot in here, or is it because I'm wearing a turtleneck sweater?" And he goes, "No, don't take that off." I know. <laughs> oh, he he's got some self preservation. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, oh, I love 
love it. Yep. I love it. So yeah, it's just like yeah, it's clearly just meant to be a charged moment. Yeah, they're just flirting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yep. yeah, he tells her, "Please don't take off your sweater." Uh-huh. <laughs> For the love of God, woman, yep. don't take that sweater off. So true. <laughs> and then the night ends because the rest of them are all like falling asleep and all yeah. this stuff. So yeah, the night ends. And then we have the launch party, right? Then, That's what we, how we finish the episode. Yes, it's other than Nihat not being able to wash clothes. Yeah, I skipped over Mahalia stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, I said I wrote the look on John's face when Sunem walks into the party, even though she's wearing what Ashley calls a mother of the bride dress. <laughs> it just—it's not my favorite. You're right. Well, and now that I saw it that way, I thought, yeah, it did age her. Like, yeah. she looks beautiful because she's freaking Demet. Yes, and she can wear anything and she looks beautiful. Right. And her makeup looked great. Uh-huh. But, yeah, with her hair pulled back like that and then that dress, you're yeah, right. I don't know it was, what it is. It was more matronly. It's just not my favorite. Yeah. But that doesn't matter because still nobody else exists for John nope. when she walks in. And, I mean, he's wearing that weird vest suit jacket yeah. thing. I don't love it. Yeah. So, you know, they both had some wardrobe issues yeah. for this party. They did. But it doesn't really matter. It doesn't because matter. Because they both look beautiful. Because he's And they're her. like magnets. Uh-huh. The, he can't help but walk straight yeah. to her he as he has his, his jaw is dropped and he's drooling all over the floor. Mm-hmm. And he tells her, you look beautiful. Uh-huh. And she says, she says, thank you. And then she says, you look handsome. And he says, do I? And he's like, okay, John Bay, keep fishing for she. <laughs> All right, you two. <laughs> and I said, Eileen is there, of course, clearly up to no good. Uh-huh. And then and I Jada said, is throwing a little hissy fit yes. because John is looking at the woman that he loves. Uh-huh. And then I said, beautiful Ihan. I know. When she she looks so good. I love it. They finally let her look beautiful like the beautiful woman that she is i know if you like follow her on instagram she always looks so cute and so lovely i don't know why they dressed her the way they did i know i feel like it was so stereotypical like oh the beautiful girl and her frumpy friend like i know and it's annoying justice for ihan yes yeah hashtag justice for ihan yeah she looked gorgeous yes and jj appreciates it he's Mm -hmm. like you look like a woman Uh you look beautiful let's dance yes yeah, and Duran thinks he's proposing because he like gets his back like freezes up and he gets stuck. Uh-huh. And when when they convince Duran like that's not what's happening, I love it because she because she's all gushy about it. Yeah, and, like, she's all excited. Uh huh. But then when she finds out that's not what it is, she's like, JJ, you can't make a lady wait that long. Do <laughs> do this proposal. <laughs> and then the two of them wind up dancing together, and it's really cute and sweet until he gets until he freezes up again. Uh huh. And she winds up having to take him home. But I just thought that was cute. I love that we got to see Ihan so done up and beautiful. Yes. She got a moment to shine. Yeah. And yeah. then John gives Sunem some good advice. Yes. Um, because she's nervous about going up on stage later. Uh-huh. She has she's doing the speech. Yep. And then we get to hear John speak English. Because we meet Mr. McKinnon. Yes. And he says, Hello, Mr. McKinnon. It is a pleasure meeting you. And then he speaks Turkish. And though. then, yeah. The guy's like, oh, don't worry. I speak Turkish. <laughs> He's like, I actually have lived don't here for. Don't worry. I am American, but I speak perfect, perfect Turkish. Turkish. And he says, oh, I've lived in Turkey for years. And I love it because Sanem goes, oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because it's clearly just meant to be a cute, funny thing. Right, right. And of course, Jada's annoyed by it. And John looks at her like she's adorable. Uh-huh. Like she's the most adorable thing in the world. Because she is. <laughs> and then they get the after party invite. Yes. Jada's like, oh, Mr. McKinnon, you know, Max is going to throw a party. Uh, afterwards, you're welcome to come. And John's like, okay, like, yeah, sure. Uh-huh. And Sonam's like, yeah, I'll be there too. Yeah. <laughs> and then Emre scolds Eileen for her constant plotting, yeah. which I'm like, pot, I mean, kettle. Yeah. Well, excuse well, me. Because now it's inconvenient for him because he's there with Layla. Yeah. But mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she makes a false promise to not do anything. Yeah. Um, and then proceeds and then to mess promptly, with the computer promptly and deletes screws the it presentation. up. Yeah. Um, and then Emre encourages Jada more. Encourages Jada and tells her, which, okay, this, I was like, what? Because Emre tells Jada, don't worry, she'll disappear for a little while. Uh-huh. Yeah, she'll be so, gone soon. So does that mean that he was with Eileen on this whole plot? Because the show, other than him saying this, made it seem like it was purely an Eileen idea and her doing the whole thing. Right. But so what was the deal with him even saying that? Either, again, bad writing and continuity. Right. Or I at first I thought, too, like maybe he's just still plotting a way to get her to leave like it didn't work the first time but right. he's still gonna find a way to like talk her into leaving the agency so meaning like don't worry or maybe the translation was just bad and he just meant oh don't worry like she'll be out of the way like Not she'll be out of the gone, picture but, like, but just like she won't be you know um standing in your way soon enough like yeah whether, i just sort of took it as a generalized at some point he's gonna take her down type of a right. thing just like a vaguely threatening thing yeah. for him to say yeah okay um so Anyways. Okay, yeah, it was just it, it very was, yep. convenient for it him was. to say that, mm-hmm. and then she gets trapped in the bathroom. Right. So, I don't know. That yeah. was just odd to me. Um, so then Sanem actually works really well through the whole awkward mm-hmm. presentation thing. Yeah, I wrote, she kills it on stage despite Eileen's antics, because all it took was one calming look from John in the yes. audience. Yes, yes, I love that. And why does Jada look so miserable when Sanem yeah. is a doing well. a hit, yeah, because it's a good it's thing for your for company. your company, uh-huh. idiot. Yeah, <laughs> why? Why do you look yep. so sour faced? Yep. And also, wouldn't it be bad for Eileen for this whole situation to fail? Because well, she's. I, I mean, I guess she doesn't technically have a stake in the company now, right? It's Fabry's stake. She's just there as his representative, right? But she's screwing Fabri over if this falls through. But that's not surprising because Eileen, like Emre, is just out for that's Eileen. True. So that's Fabri's true. just a tool to get her where she needs to go. Yeah, that's She's not really going to care if when it comes down to it, he loses yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing, too, though, was, again, Sanem, you have a photographic memory. So. Well, I would say bad writing for that. Well, but yeah, because last episode you had her use it for the photo shoot. So I know that they're aware of it, but it was inconsistent. Like nerves are one thing, but you still have a photographic memory. And the fact that 
it clearly was she was speaking off the cuff right up there it wasn't like all of a sudden she remembered what the slides said right that would have made more sense as if it was like okay take a deep breath calm down you have a photographic memory just recall what the slides said right even just the fact that she was on that computer looking over them again and again That's to try true. to remember I'm like she has a photographic memory and she i know you know this that. she wouldn't need to do that yeah that's true. Anyhow. That's a really good point. Whatever. Either way, she did great. And John yes. tells her so. He's like, you, you were, you were amazing. amazing. Yep. Uh-huh. And then the accidental spill yeah. of wine by the waitress sends Sonam to the bathroom. And every five seconds, Jada's saying, let's go to the party. Let's go to the party. Are you ready to go to the party, yeah. John? And it's like, um, you're a CEO. Shouldn't you be hanging out at your party for yeah. your company? But whatever. Yeah. This is where I also stop liking gomze too because gomze is getting just as irritated and annoyed Mm. like she's clearly on her boss's side now like okay well i guess we can wait for let's just wait for him i guess like yeah when he keeps putting off right and i'm like okay gomze i liked you up to this point but now like you're clearly team your boss yeah whatever i guess i still feel kind of Whatever about her. Whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of apathetic towards Gomze. I just didn't like this, where it was like, you've been a pretty good, like, neutral right. party, like, not encouraging your boss. Right. Because you clearly know how your friend feels about Sanem. See, I took it as she just wanted to leave. Like, she's ready to go. Oh. And Jada clearly wants to keep waiting. And she's like, all right, I guess we'll wait. Like, I want to okay. go to this party, but okay. whatever. She just kind of seemed annoyed. Okay. that Yeah, that makes sense, actually. That seems more in tune with who her character's been anyways. Right. So it just seemed very weird that all of a sudden she was like, let's get John to the party. Let's go. Like, that's how I took it. Okay. But you're probably right. So, yeah. So, Sunday winds up locked in the bathroom. Eileen pays the waitress. And. Yeah. And, sorry. Mm-hmm. This was really gross that. When the waitress spills on Sanem, Jada laughs at her. <gasps> I didn't see that. Yeah. And you know what? Actually, Gomze might laugh too. See? So, but Jada for sure is laughing at her mm-hmm. as she like is trying to yeah. brush the wine off of her dress and stuff. Uh-huh. So that, that, ooh, that ticked me off. That really ticked me off. Yeah. Um. But so anyway, yeah. Eileen paid her, obviously. Um. So Sanem is locked in the bathroom and Jada keeps asking, can we leave? <laughs> and Sorry, but I. Yeah, she does. Ask John, it a lot. John says, let's wait for Sanem. Uh-huh. Then we can go. Uh-huh. If that is not as clear, crystal clear as yeah. a window, yeah. then mm-hmm. you're an idiot, Jada. Yeah, she is an idiot. There's no other way for me to help you. Nope. <laughs> Mm-mm. Get, catch the hint. Yep. It's it's done. He doesn't care about you. Nope. He, you're asking for him to go? What? Where is his mind at? Uh-huh. It's on Sanem. Yeah. Yep. So he, one of the, you know, when Jada asks for like the 40,000th time, he's like, okay, you guys go ahead. I'll catch up with you. I'm going to go look for Sanem then yes. and I'll meet you there. Yeah. Since you won't leave me alone right. about this. that And then that's when he finds out from Gulies, like, well, Sonam went to the bathroom because some wine got spilled on her. Mm-hmm. He goes looking for the restroom. Mm-hmm. Eventually finds it as she's sticking her head out the window because she's locked in. She tried to climb out the window. Yeah. The bench that she climbed on fell, fell from under over. her feet. So now she's just kind of stuck hanging out the window. Mm-hmm. And I loved it because I wrote, enter John. And he's like, are you running away from someone? Are you this? <laughs> are you that? And she's like, no, I hang out in bathrooms regularly. This is what I do on weekends. 
And she says it so the way her face it's so funny. She uh-huh. delivers that line so hilariously. And she's like and he's like, Okay, well I'll go get someone to unlock the door and she's like, No, no, I'm famous now after giving that speech. I don't want anyone to see me like this. Yes. And he's like, famous? Like like a celebrity? That's what you think, huh? And she's like, please don't. I'll be embarrassed. He's like, okay, then I guess I'm going to pull you down from there. And she's like, okay. And he kind of tries to get his hands in position and she's ticklish. And I almost wonder if that was Demet. I know. Like, I know. it really tickled her. It sure seemed like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, wait, not there. That's where I'm ticklish. Like, because uh-huh. the laugh just seemed so unscripted. Uh-huh. I mean, not that her laugh seemed scripted, but it just felt so natural. Yes. I was like, I wonder if that was Yaman and he, the way he grabbed Demet uh-huh. was ticklish to her. Yeah. Because, you know, he's grabbing right near her arms and like right under her armpit and I'm ticklish there. Right. So I just thought that was cute. And then this whole debate on once he gets her down, like, oh, that was, you know, that was easy. That wasn't so bad. I didn't hurt you. No, I didn't hurt. And she's like, I still don't want to go back in there because my dress is torn. The wine is spilled. Right. And he's like. It still looks good to me. He's like, it's only a couple centimeters. And, you know, basically was trying to tell her she still looks gorgeous. And he's like, let's walk back. And then she basically is like, you go. I'll follow you. Yeah. And he's like, what? Why? She's like, because, like, I can't be with you all the time. You're my boss. I'm the employee. Yep. And honestly, I respect her for saying this. Because she's trying to protect her heart. Yes. And the appearance of something, you know, nefarious between the boss and the employee. And she's like... I can't always be around you. With what title am I supposed to stand behind by you all the time? Yeah. And it's almost like a light bulb turns on yeah. in John's head. He's looking at her. And he says, as my love, my love. And she's like shocked. And she goes, we're, we're friends. And she can't even finish her sentence because he. Because he kisses, kisses her. her. He grabs her face and kisses her. He lays one on her. And then. This line, I said the next line when he pulls away, I said, oh, John Bay says what we've all been thinking since episode 19. He says, Mm. I'm extremely bored of this friendship game. (laughs) You're my love, my lover. And then they're just staring at each other and the episode ends. And that's the end of the episode. Part of me was like, you're extremely bored of this friendship game, John Bay. You started, you, Uh you began this game. You instigated the friendship uh game. Yeah. But anyhow. Whatever. I love it. He grabs her. He kisses her. We all shrieked at the screen when this happened because I think we were not bracing for this because it was like. I wasn't expecting it. It was like, no, they're leaving. It's too soon. And they're leaving, you know, with the hashtag and everything. I love you so much. It's like, no, you're trying to lead us one way Mm -hmm. so that we think this is what's going to happen. Because there's so – and how many times were we disappointed before? The end of 10 when we thought they were going to kiss in the ocean and they didn't. Yeah, there's all these times when we thought something was going to happen yeah. and it doesn't. Yeah. So, you know, it's just I wasn't anticipating it the first time. So yeah. it was a nice payoff. Yes. <laughs> it was a great surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So since since I'm at this point still kind of like, uh, I don't know how I feel about her. For the question of the week, I want to know what you guys think about Gamze. Mm. And if you think she's just a plucky pal who doesn't really understand what's going on and mm-hmm. is just trying to be supportive of her friend Jada and but also supportive of her friend John, mm-hmm. or do you think that she has more nefarious things and that she doesn't really care 
about John and Sana being together and that she'd rather see Jada with John? Like, who do you think she's on a side? Do you think she's not on a side? What do you think of Gomze? Yeah, that's a good question because mm-hmm. clearly I keep going back and forth. With I know, her. and and she's a tough one to kind mm-hmm. of figure out she as is. far as motives and actions and that kind of thing. Right. They've kept her pretty neutral so f- mm-hmm. so far, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I want to know if you guys agree or if you're just like, no, I don't like her, or if you're like, ah, eh, she's fine. Who cares? Yeah. So that's a good question. Yeah. Let us know. Yep. Uh, all of our social medias in the episode notes. Yep. I don't think we talked about any other Turkish shows or anything. No. So, nothing. so that'll probably be it. Yeah. So just, yeah, come hang out with us on social media. Um, tag John and tell him to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week for uh, Volume 23. That's right. Go to shoes. Go to shoes.